Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. If you would like the ad-free version of this podcast and help support entertainment talk along the way, please simply head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up as a patron, and then sign up under the $1 level tier. This will get you access to all of our podcasts that are ad-free in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. It's a great way to support entertainment talk and to get your ad-free podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link is in the description. Welcome to Talking Zombie, it is an entertainment talks podcast for iZombie on the CW and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I'm good, a little wiped out. I've been on the road for my job uh, every day that's a work day since last Tuesday. So yesterday was the first day that I wasn't. So I'm a little road tired, but other than that I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, We're recording... In the morning, so it's a bit early for Robert, but um, he's been able to show up. So thank you very much for being able to do this. Um, yeah, no problem. Cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, Talking Zombie. Uh, it's a name that um, I, I sort of came up with. Um, obviously, we did a lot of brainstorming and whatnot. Um, I basically thought, uh, thought of it as that because there's zombies in the show that talk. Like, our main character, Liv, she's a zombie. Um, there's other zombies that kind of talk and stuff as well. Blaine is one. Um, and we're going to be talking about a show that has zombies. So, hey, I figured um, that's the best that we could come up with. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what we're going with, with for now. So, um, if it does change in the future, then fair enough. But... Uh, it probably won't. So, talking zombie is what we've got. Yeah, so, the only thing I could come up with was brain food, but I didn't want it to be confused confused <laughs> with some bourgeois hipster uh, food blog. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going with for uh, season four. Of course, we did a season three review and we did a season four preview. Both are still pretty relevant, so you can go and listen to those if you want to. Should be in the same category or feed. Uh, so this is for iZombie Season 4, Episode 1, the season premiere. We've got 13 episodes this season. Yep. Uh, and this episode was called Are You Ready For Some Zombies? Um, very, very different episode. The show looks like it's going in a new, fresh direction, but not changing too much, which is, um, a good thing for a show to do. Uh, I mean, the show hasn't even been around that long. You think of some other shows that have been around for a long time. Um, but it's able to change itself after a few seasons, but still keep its core there. Uh, what did you think of the premiere? I thought it was interesting. On some levels, they're definitely trying to keep it, uh, you know, light and fun. On some levels, there's definitely some underlying darkness there. Yeah. Uh, nothing so extreme that it's going to be an issue for me because, you, as people that are, you know, fans of our podcast and have heard us talk about other stuff, 
you know, I'm kind of over the whole dark and gritty thing when it comes to some game, uh, some uh, shows. Right. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, the, I know it's a bit of a different topic, but I've got to the same way in terms of politics, because it's got to a point in society where I hear about politics every day, whether it's something that Trump has said or or something to do with Brexit. So either from the US or the UK side or something else entirely. Um, and some of that stuff has snuck its way onto to the shows we watch, unfortunately. Um, but I get what you mean, that it's it's nice to still have some fun shows and stuff. Um, and yeah, the show has still managed to, to do that while having a sort of realistic, dark human human edge to it, I think is a, is a good way to put it. Because um, you've got like these these starving kids that Major has to take care of, and that's like part of the dark side of um, of this story. But then you've still got the fun stuff with like uh, Liv and Ravi and and all that stuff. And then you've got the crazy stuff with um, Angus and him coming out the well and like killing his way back to Earth. Essentially, um, I thought that was a pretty funny scene. Um, I've got basically like the notes for the episode, but I'm not really going to do like a scene by scene recap. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sort of like talk about the episode with you and then like read these notes as things come up kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, what did you think of that scene with Angus? He sort of comes out of the well and then there, there was, I like the way that they shot the scene where um, the guy's on the phone and you know that Angus is going to attack him, but it isn't an annoyingly predictable scene. It's like, okay, this makes sense. This character's about to do this because of the angle and he does and then he just walks off. I thought all that stuff was great. Yeah, when I was watching the... Uh, you can always kind of get a sense of where the show's going to go with the characters with the intro. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, we have uh, at least one show where it doesn't spend two minutes doing the uh, concept, a recap of the concept like they do with Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Legends and all that. They just get into it straight away. Yeah. Do you mean with the whole, but I'm it, Oliver Queen, da 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 that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you go, if you watch the uh, intro, they had his character as the prophet. So I'm like, okay, where mm. are they going with this character? Yeah. And then we see, you know, him getting the hammer, and then him uh, going into the the movie theater, converted into a church. And then we saw, you know, all that. And so you kind of get a sense of where that character's going. Yeah, that's gonna be. Um, I suspect Blaine will go to that well next episode, or go back to mm-hmm. it. Because I assume he goes there like once a day to give his dad brain food or whatever it is that he was giving um, well that if you uh, listen to what uh, he was saying is like yeah. proverbs or prophecy mm. it was actually just all the stuff that blaine was taunting him with mm. yeah so i suspect blaine will discover that next episode and then there'll be some sort of like maybe he'll contact Liv and ravi um because he used to blaine used to be a lot more of a villain in this show and now he's more of a like anti not anti-hero he's a bit more like just a vigilante kind of thing where he still does bad stuff, but, like, he doesn't feel like the main villain anymore. I mean, Angus is, I think, clearly going to be the villain of this of this season. That, as well as, like, the situation. Do you get what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be sort of the the enemies for the season, if you want to put it that way. Um, so you've got that for this season, and um, so that should be that should be pretty good. Uh, so yeah, the Seattle. Let me read out what I've got here in terms of the wall and stuff. The season premieres three to four months after season after the season three finale. Uh, 
Seattle, which has been renamed as New Seattle, is protected by a wall built around the city uh, by the U.S. government. Um, so yeah, they got the wall around it to sort of protect it, and they've got like the other part cornered off. In a way, well, it's not really to protect it. The the purpose of the wall is to keep the humans trapped in there, so yeah. that the army yeah. or the U.S. government just doesn't bomb the crap out of it. Mm. Um, is, you know where Major was with the other teenagers and stuff, is that on the other side of the wall, or is that in the main city? I couldn't quite, like... No, that was in the main city, that okay. was in the, uh, the main building where the Max Rager thing happened, where that used to be, uh, the Max Rager factory, and now it's taken over by the, uh... Oh, okay. Um, uh, Whatever this the, new thing is, The yeah. military group. Yeah. Um... So you've got that as well in this episode. Uh, so that's a way to, to change the series. Um, I guess you saw some of that in the season three finale with what we discussed before. Uh, so that was quite interesting. Um, Liv and Clive investigate the murder uh, of a uh, Seattle Seahawks superfan who was not a fan of zombies. So this is when um, Liv gets her visions and all that sort of stuff. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. We always get our sort of case of the week which feeds into the main story um so that was pretty good as well what did you think of that yeah it was an interesting concept um the thing that i found most interesting is that it looks like the police department with the exception of maybe a clyde and a few other people is completely run by the zombies because you had the whole team meeting and it was six people and all six you know were paired up talking about this case and the effects of the brains they were going to eat and so that's going to be an interesting divide on that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, um, so you've got that happening as well, and then you've got the thing with uh, Chase. Um, he assigns Major to mentor the homeless teens, which is what we uh, mentioned earlier, after looking into his past. Um, so you've got the situation where that girl's stolen a load of, um, is it brain tubes, they call them? Because mm-hmm. her family was like, properly starving because major starts to sort of sense that one of them stolen something or he starts sort of looking around and looked in this in this girl's bag and she's got like 20 of them in there she's got quite quite a few different tubes um and is that the same girl who said oh somebody gave us like extras because it was extras like left over i think it's the same yeah girl, wasn't it um because then uh, was it Chase that came back in and he he was like, "Oh, we are vending machines out of out of tubes," and obviously she's like, "Uh, stolen them or or, or whatever." I wonder how she would have got them out of there if it was like a vending machine of sorts. Well, they didn't really say, but that wasn't really kind of the point. Yeah. Um. Um. Unless it was smashed, but he didn't say that because we didn't actually see the vending machine itself, so it could have literally just been like smashed open. I guess you could well, have. it could have been, but if you remember, he said it was empty, not destroyed. If it was destroyed, then hmm. that would have been one thing. Yeah, I guess we'll find out some, some more of that next week. I do like the way this episode sets up basically the rest of the season with like our different plot points. And they all do... I imagine they'll all come together at some point. Like, I imagine that um, Liv, and, Liv and Clive will sort of... Um, investigate angus and all that kind of stuff and angus is bound to like rack up a storm kind of thing um because he looks like he's recruiting uh the people that were in the church um and that's gonna uh because he 
he isn't going to be very quiet about it. So um, I imagine that's going to be found out next episode. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? The Ravi stuff, I guess we have? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got Ravi kind of being half... Uh, um, not half zombie. I don't really know there's a good phrase for it. Yeah, so. his, his state of... His state is a bit of a mystery at this point. He's kind of like... Showing symptoms and stuff, but then he said, uh, I- I've got the notes here, so. Uh, Ravi zombie cure is revealed to have technically worked, however, he relapses into a zombie form for 72 hours once a month as a, as a side effect. Um, and it's good that we have that in terms of the timeline, because that means he's done it three or four times, if, if we've had three to four months after the finale. Um, so obviously he's got that as like a continuous like record sort of thing. Um, I don't really know where that story is going, but, um, I guess we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see as well. Yeah, I think it might just be more to make him, uh, more zombie sympathetic, plus it also gives him an excuse to act wacky every now and then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they could, they, they use that as well in this episode where, um, he eats the brain of her, is it a nudist? And then he just, mm-hmm. he's casually just walking around naked, um, cause, uh... What's uh, Liv's friend's name? The one that Ravi used to used to date, Peyton, is it? Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. She comes in at the house with with this other guy, and Ravi's standing behind um, the table, and he's just like acting like it's completely normal. Um, which nudists do that, don't they? Because that's kind of their natural way of of living. Um, and he's mm-hmm. got you when you eat the brain of somebody in this show. If you're a zombie, you take their personality. So. Uh, it all makes it makes sense as well, um, and it's gonna give him, I guess, lives tools. Um, not in the same way of like being a, de- a detective and all that stuff, although he can you know pitch in and that. Uh, but it's gonna give him the opportunity to have also dis- different personalities. Um, so we we'll see where that goes in the next episode. Uh, we've got um, you had the attack. That, that happened in this episode. Majors walk around with with his like squad and stuff, and these these people come out, um, and they throw some like Molotovs and stuff. They do actually get is it two of the guys, um, like get completely caught on fire. We don't know if they actually survived, but it didn't look like they were in a good situation. And then uh, Major tracks down the guy, and he says like, "Oh, I burned your burned your friend's good kind of thing." Um, so we'll probably see some more like attacks and stuff because of course not everybody is going to be compliant with. The new rules and whatnot. So um, we'll see where that goes as well. Uh, what would you think of that? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They're definitely setting up a giant conflict in the storyline. Uh, the thing with Major, yeah, and then using you know his counseling background to talking to those runaway kids to turn it into a giant recruitment thing for you know the army zombie, as it were. Mm. Uh, but again, you know, we're talking about the the humans that are essentially prisoners in that city. So, mm. yeah, because if you remember at the very beginning when they're talking about after the wall put up, something like two hundred thousand people had left, mm. and they already talked about how, uh, uh, you know, there were talks of people getting out. So if you look history wise, go back to something like uh, uh, Germany when it was separated into two countries at the time. Mm. Okay, we'll see how how all that stuff goes in. Um, again, this is a bit of a like set up. Here's the new stories, 
and then we're going to go on from there. So I imagine there will be a bit more to, to talk about next week as well. Um, but the show itself, I think, has come back really, really strong. Um, I think they've got some really good stuff set up for the new season. Um, I think it's it's quite fresh to to sort of refresh it as well. Um, like, to essentially keep the core of the show, but to bring in these new elements. Um, so that should be really good as well. Because I... I wouldn't have got tired of the show if it had stayed the same way. Um, I think you could have still had like another season or two maybe out of that. Depending mm-hmm. on depending on the through line plots for the season. It depends on that sort of stuff. Like if you would have kept the main stuff the same, um, that wouldn't have got tiring. But if you would have... It would have depended on what the main plot was for the season. But uh, they were doing well with it for, for three seasons. In that kind of state, so um, we'll see what else they have for the rest of the season. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about, or should we do some some emails? Let's go something else. Cool. All right. Um, ben says great episode, and the scene with Angus was pretty great as well. Um, that that so that's the actor that plays. Uh, what's his name in Prison Break? Is it T Bag? Um, I uh, I don't know. I've never actually seen Prison Break. Okay, I think it, yeah, it's the same guy that played. Um, he's in some other shows as well, but I think I know who the one I'm talking about. Um, but like, it, it's funny if 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 you hadn't recognized him before and then watched Prison Break and then watched this episode, he was almost like disrecognizable because his face is all like messy and and stuff. Um, so you can't like clearly see his face in that. Um, so we'll see where his character goes. But anyway, Ben says, great episode, and the scenes with Angus was great. Maybe they are finally giving his character something useful to do. Um, I mean, it's interesting because, um, he was, like, put on ice or something, wasn't he, last season or the season before? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think within that time they did the revival season of Prison Break, which which had him in it. Uh, so maybe they needed to like literally kind of store him away so he could be on that and then because there's no prison break like there was no prison break in development for this full season maybe they decided they could like bring him out and do something with him um what what do you think i mean it's definitely a possibility yeah it's hard to tell them what they're gonna do Mm. but it's good to it's good to see him out and finally doing something um and I did think that maybe he would be in the well for, uh, for like a few more episodes or something, but because um, you could have got, it's hard for me to tell if the whole of this season is going to be just these plots that we've mentioned. Um, cause that would maybe fit like an eight-episode season. So we'll see what else they have later on in the season. But uh, this is what we have for now. Uh, and then the last email is Haley says, uh, another pretty good episode, and it's interesting to see them do something different, as the show should do. Uh, what else would you like to see iZombie do, she says. Um, I mean, they changed it up this season, like we mentioned. Um, what about if this show went into a full-on, like, not not post-apocalyptic Walking Dead, like Mad Max future, but some sort of semi-controlled zombie apocalypse because you kind of get in there in a way like you had a bit of that in the season three finale um i don't know what that would do to like the case of the week because you know when zombie apocalypses start 
people they people don't tend to do their jobs anymore because those places aren't running. So I don't know what that would do to like the places they work and stuff. So that might just change too much of the show, but it'd be interesting yeah, to see. Yeah, I mean, see... It, it does look like they're trying to keep a semblance of normality to it, but yeah. that's not going to last very long. Mm. Um, so do you think it will change into something like that then in the future? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got to... It has to go somewhere just because, you know, you got people that are living under essentially a military dictatorship, although it's not officially in the military. Mm. And then you got people that are trying to escape, so it's got to go somewhere bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I trust that they'll still keep all the comedy and stuff in because you've got your comedic characters to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, if they go full dark and there's there's no more comedy, I probably just won't even watch the show anymore. Wow. Okay. Um, but I trust that they wouldn't quite do that. At least not yet. Maybe that's like a final season material kind of thing. So like things kind of collapse in a final season. We don't know how many seasons this, this show is going to have. Um, and with it being a CW show, it may last a little while longer yet. But um, it's it's something they could do. But I think that they would save that for a final season. So um, we'll see what they decide to do. Um, so I don't want to keep repeating myself with things that I've said. And I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, again, this was a bit more of a setup episode where we have our new plots and we get shown them, and that's kind of the episode. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? No, I mean, it's one of those things that these podcasts are by nature going to be kind of short just because the show itself is only a half hour. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. not as much to talk about as there would be for, like, you know, Walking Dead or anything like that. Right, right. Especially this week's Walking Dead. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, which we did this week as well. Um, I guess I should do some housekeeping before we um, do the outro. So this week, yeah, we returned with uh, The Walking Dead, which was the mid-season premiere. Um, what's your kind of spoiler-free quick impression on it? I thought it was a nice uh, goodbye episode for the character that's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, past that, you know, you got the... The really kind of shocker thing at the end with the uh, dream sequence. Right. And that ending, and that's going to be interesting to see if they go there or if that's just the, the character that's leaving hope for the future or if they're actually going to try to find some way to get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going more for hope because I really don't see a way for them to get there mm. reasonably. Mm. Uh, past that, you know, you know, somebody posted a thing. On one of my Facebook groups, saying down to three, meaning you know, out of the season one uh, of Walking Dead, there's only three characters that are still on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes as well. That's uh, the Walking Dead UK podcast. We do that on Wednesdays. Um, yesterday we came back with the other CW shows, the other DC superhero ones, which was The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow, um, which had pretty good mid-season premieres. Came back on Sky mm-hmm. this week. Um, what else did we do? Uh, yesterday I posted uh, a surprise kind of review of season one and two of The Good Place, which is an excellent, comedic, um, very, very well done show, so I highly recommend that. That's on NBC and Netflix as well. Uh, both seasons have finished and it's going to be on a long hiatus, so there's plenty of time to catch up with that, which I highly recommend. Um, what else was there this week? We did Gaming Talk, which we did like Games of Gold and stuff. Um, and talked about like remasters and all that kind of cool stuff. Um, we'll be back with that 
tomorrow. So that should be should be pretty good. Um, yeah, unrelated to anything else, did you see the Twitter exchange with uh, Marvel and Robert Downey Jr. yesterday? No, I saw they changed the uh, Infinity War date. Yeah, that's what they did. It was kind of like a little back and forth Twitter banner. Huh, okay. And so uh, they're moving the release date for Infinity War up to April 27th. Yeah, so if you're looking yeah. forward to that, um, that should be pretty good. Is that, That's the worldwide release date as well, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so uh, look out for that on April 27th. We'll probably have a review of a Marvel film that's that big, I imagine. So uh, look yeah. out for that in the, in about a month or so. Uh, yeah, that's all the stuff we did this week. Felt like quite a heavy week, although most of it was pushed at the end of the week. So, uh, oh, the other thing I did was, um, a return. If you like zombie and horror stuff, um, and something definitely more serious than iZombie, um, I did my, uh, return to trying to relax with Resident Evil 7. I'm doing some of the DLC levels because they're nice and sort of short and compact and they're their own stories. Uh, so that posted on Tuesday. Uh, so look out on twitch.tv slash imatty94 for when I go live with that. That'll be in your description as well, as well as Robert's Mixer. Um, Twitter, you can follow us at eTalkUK. You can like the Facebook page. You can join the Facebook group. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you um, listen to things. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Patreon and stuff. You can check out the rewards there, get your ad-free podcasts and all that stuff. Um, links to some of that stuff at the top of the page, so have a look out there as well. Um, or the top of the website, sorry. Um, like the, the top of the homepage, so have a look out there. Uh, and we'll be back next week for episode two of iZombie. Hopefully we'll see some of these um, plots push forward and have just a little bit more to talk about because this was more of a setup episode. Um, but in the meantime, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.